This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. All right, before we get started, I'd just like to talk quickly about my online membership, which has been created with other MomSafe trainers. So there's three of us in total. We provide nine live sessions a week that you can exercise in the comfort of your own home. And if you miss the live session, we always have recordings so you can do it anytime you like. And if you want to access this, head to my website, Upskill Membership, and you can contact me to learn more about it. Welcome. This podcast is about accepting your body for what it's done and what it's capable of and not comparing yourself to others. I'm here with my amazing friend Erin, who is an online coach in the fitness industry for the past 10 years, mum of two boys and also lives on the sunny coast. Woohoo! Welcome. Thank you. What a lovely intro. Appreciate that. How are you today? Feeling good. Yeah? Yeah, pumped? it's Friday. I'm pumped. Yeah. Woo. Feeling very passionate. So yeah, I'm feeling good. Just that- to paint the picture, it's Friday afternoon. Having a wine and having a chat. <laughs> so good. Yeah, feeling wine good. Time. Yeah, definitely feeling good. So, All right. So let's have a chat today about sensitive topics to, yep. to some people. Body image. And we tend to compare our body to other women or other people out there. So let's start back on, you know, how, how you perceive body image and what comes to your mind when women start thinking about how they look and how they show themselves to other people. Yeah, very good question and such a huge topic Mm -hmm. and a really, really important topic. So, you know, I've had my own experiences with a very negative body image and then also working with so many women over the last 10 years, their experiences with a very negative body image as well. And I've seen a very sort of common trait from my own experiences and the clients that I work with when it comes to a negative body image. So I guess for me, and I'll go through maybe sort of a little bit of my journey Mm. and how I got, you know, free from it essentially. And then, you know, how we can teach it to, you know, our clients. So I think for me, Growing up, you know, I was a bit of a nugget, I guess. <laughs> a little bit of a, I'm quite like muscular, a little bit, uh, you know, stocky. Yeah. And my older brother is one of those, you know, lean beans, like real lean kind of guy. Mm. And some of my earliest memories growing up is people commenting on like my big tummy when I was like a toddler. And you know how cute, like, toddler's mm. tummies are mm. and I just remember people you know would comment say oh look at her in the big tummy you know and and there was something in me but that thought well how come no one's commenting on my brother's very flat stomach why mm. is my tummy a big deal and I guess you know this kind of stayed with me and then other things came up in my life for example when we were in primary school, we had to weigh ourselves and for, you know, some kind of, I don't know, whatever class it was, we had to weigh ourselves. And I remember doing my weight and some of the boys saying to me, oh my God, I can't believe you're heavier than me. And I was just like, oh, well, that doesn't feel very good, Mm. you know? And then there are so many other things that kept coming up, like these pivotal times in my life where my body image was judged Mm. and you know I was feeling good about myself then someone will say something and it just had this impact in that very small moment yeah so 
you know, and then, you know, as you get older, there's like the social pressures of, you know, looking a certain way and, you know, certain, I don't know, fashion trends yeah, and things yeah. like that, mid-drifts and all that. Oh God, how could I ever wear yeah. mid-drift? You know, I was so excited when I was, you know, in high school that long board shorts were really mm. in because I was like, I'm not showing my bum, you know, it's got <laughs> yeah. cellulite on it, like yeah. God forbid. And then you see things in magazines, like how to get rid of your cellulite and think, mm. well, that's obviously a really bad thing, yeah. right? Like if you're trying to get rid of something, it's mm. got to be really bad so you know looking back you can see there's so many times like in your life where your body image was really negatively impacted yeah 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 so you start to feel like there's something very wrong with you Mm. and then you start to you know create all these negative beliefs about your body so you feel you've got to look a certain way to be accepted because what you're actually saying rather than you know I'm you know I'm so fat or I'm so unattractive like essentially you're saying I'm not good enough I'm not worthy because people have made these comments mm. about me have you have experienced this yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> right? i'm like agreeing i'm like yeah mm. yeah i just remember it, trying to fit into jeans that were in fashion mm. you know the low-rise jeans that oh, sit on bumpsters. your hips the and i'm bumpsters. like i'm like these will fit <laughs> but you go out with like a baggy top on because you're so conscious mm, and you're conscious like that's what the- you're made to feel that yeah. you should be wearing at that time right it exactly. wasn't like these jeans fit your body yeah, it's like these are the jeans you should be wearing, and it's exactly. Um, and like doing your BMI in school, I'm oh, like in front of everyone. Don't get me started. And you, come so you went through that. You're obese. I'm like, oh, yes. and then it's like, oh, I'm still obese today, and I'm a health coach. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, so you know. So I think all these things that come up, like you say, yeah, throughout your life, little things that you don't actually think at the time, yeah. are going to affect you later on. They're this, they're in your subconscious mm. like they're like buried deep down yeah. in there and it's interesting you say the BMI one because so many clients that I have spoken to over the years have had someone tell them at some point in their life that your ideal weight is x mm. and that's just stuck with them yeah. and they're like I can only be happy if I reach x and as I said and you're the same my ideal weight, I'm doing that in, what are these things called again? Inverted commas. Inverted commas, Inverted yeah. commas um, <laughs> Is actually 10 kilos lighter than what I am wow. today. Yeah. Mm. And so when I got to this point, I'll sort of go back to where I yeah, where I yeah. was with all these kind of like really, really negative beliefs that I would try like every diet under the sun, like, you know, every slimming powder and good old fat blaster you oh, get from I've bullies. Been there. I've been there. <laughs> right? Just slimming pills. Desperate. Yes. And I'll be on this mud like, <laughs> Totally. Rushing around the house, <laughs> oh shouting God. at Pete. The house is like, clean, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, still fat, you know. <laughs> and I'm grumpy. <laughs> right? It's crazy what we do to ourselves. Yeah. I remember even using a cream to try and get rid of cellulite. It's, it's like, all this bloody, you know, I mean, wasn't as much social media back then, but it was just everything that was out and there. And it's it was all like, out there, right? You feel like, oh, yeah, it's thrown is, in your this face. is the way to go. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Like it's literally thrown in our faces. It's you. Every corner you turn, there's mm. some kind of... Something about a female's body, right? So, yeah, I got to this point where I was trying all these things. I was so miserable, like Mm. so unhappy. Like, you know, got into my teenage years, started drinking a lot. And I I really believe I was, you know, and most kids are like this, drink so much to, you know, increase your confidence. Yeah, yeah. But also to drown out some pain, Mm. you know, because you just feel so awful that you're not fitting in, like you're not good enough. You don't really realize that at the time. You just put it all on your body image. Yeah, like if I was skinny, I'd be so happy. Like just got to lose that. Isn't it just that putting that happiness on being skinny? Mm. 
Mm. It's crazy, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? And then no one even talks to you at school about this. No. It's like not at all. There's no mention of it. No. You know, it's they try and obviously get you into PE and the physical exercise. And yeah. I remember at school, like most of the girls in my class didn't mm. want to do it. No. Because they were self conscious. They didn't want to get changed in front of everyone, didn't want yeah. to go swimming. Yes, yeah, swimming. And it's at like, school. you know, you get a detention if you don't do it. But there wouldn't you would never anybody there deep diving. No. What's the reason? Yeah. Like I, I was into exercise and I was lucky enough to, you know, enjoy it. But I was one of them people I'd be like in the corner getting changed with like a towel oh, in front of me, you know. Yeah. The skinny girls who were like the yep. popular skinny girls yep. and yep. And I just think it's not discussed enough for, like, the teenage girls out there, oh, you know, growing it, up in school. And- absolutely. Like, I mean, the women that we, you know, speak to as our clients, you know, who are in their 30s and 40s and 50s, like, only now are mm. they learning about it, which is years and years of carrying this, like, trauma, yeah. right? So all these, like, really negative beliefs that you've got about yourself, they're literally just, like, sitting on your shoulders. Yeah. And that's how I imagine it. Just, like, put a backpack on. Every belief you've got, it's like a rock, and just fill up that mm. backpack. It's so heavy. Like, so, yeah. so heavy. And it's like, this is the issue. Women don't realise that they've got all these negative beliefs and they feel the answer is something very superficial, mm. like losing the weight. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, that's what it was. I'm like, got to lose the 10 kilos. And so, I went on a journey. I was like, I'm over it. I've got to lose the 10 kilos. da 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 Got a PT and this PT, Dan. And our husband. My now husband. <laughs> he would weigh me every week. Mm. And I started to see the scales go down. Yeah. And that was like euphoric. Yeah. Like very addictive to mm. see those numbers go down. But there was a part of me, I didn't want to disappoint Dan as my coach. Yeah. I was like, he's putting so much effort into me. Like, how could I like let mm. him down, you know? So I would do ridiculous things like make sure I had, you know, gone to the bathroom ones and twos before mm. I jumped on that scale every week, yeah, you know, yeah. made sure I wore the same clothes because God forbid if my yeah. like, you know, t-shirt is one gram heavier in that scale, you know, like yeah. you do these ridiculous Crazy when you things. Think back the mindsets were already. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just for this number. Yeah. Like, just like, you know, but, you know, bless Dan, he wasn't asking me, you know, like, it was probably doing what you kind of wanted. I did. Yeah. I said I wanted so, to lose yeah. the 10 kilos. Exactly. That's my ideal weight. That's yeah. my BMI. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I started to see these changes. I started to isolate myself from friends because mm. I was like, oh, I can't go out drinking now because mm. I'm just going to put on weight. Like, yeah. So I stopped going out. Like, mm. I really hibernated throughout this process. And that's not living. No. At all. That's no, not living. No. Like, I'm like 24 years old. You yeah. know, I was only 24. I was like... Okay, but that's what I thought. This is what I wanted. Erin, yeah. you're getting the body. People started commenting. Oh, look at you. You're, mm. There's, there's going to be nothing left of you. Oh, yeah. That was like, yeah. again, this euphoric, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, so unhelpful. Yeah. Very, oh, very yeah. unhelpful. Yeah. And people really have no idea, you know, that I was isolating myself. Mm. I was actually under-eating. Yeah. I... I was losing weight in a pretty unhealthy way. Mm. I was exercising and I was eating a lot better, but I was not eating enough because I was obsessed with that scale. So I got to, uh, lost the 10 kilos and I was like, finally, I got skinny. I actually was skinny. Yeah. What you've been striving for. Yeah. Skinny. I got there. And then as soon as I got there, I thought... Were you happy? No, I thought, how the fuck do I keep this going? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. want to go see my friends again. Yeah. I want to go out, mm. you know. And then, sure enough, I just got kind of back into normal life. And I didn't have that weekly, 
scale check in. Like there wasn't that, that was what was keeping me like Mm. accountable in a way. So I didn't have that anymore. Went back to normal life and yeah, put the 10 kilos back on probably in like, I don't know, maybe two months. Yeah. Yeah, two months. And in that moment, I realized something was very wrong. Mm. There was something missing here. Like I did all of that to still be pretty miserable because I couldn't keep it going. My life was, you know, even more isolated. Not that it was before, but like I was like, this isn't living. Like this isn't right. So you're saying you try to, you thought you were going to be happy by losing that 10 kilos, but... Yeah, no, and it was, that's it was what we all worse. think, isn't it? It's like it was worse. we think we're going to be happy when we get to this goal, but yeah. really, it's something deep down inside that needs fixed before exactly. we start to lose. I still had the backpack on. Yeah, like I still had mm. all the shit. We there. think that's just going to solve all the problems. Absolutely, yeah. it was all there. I was losing weight for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I was doing it for all of those negative beliefs that I had yeah. for all those other people mm. out there. I wasn't doing it. For myself, yeah. you know, for the boys who said, you know, like, oh, my God, you're heavier than me. Da, 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 mm. da, da. I, was, I was doing it for them. So it didn't really align with what I wanted. Yeah. And that's why I couldn't keep it, you know, like I couldn't hold that weight. And it like, what the hell? What was that weight anyway? Yeah. Like, what did that even mean? Yeah, you exactly. know, like, what, what yeah, was yeah. it? Yeah. So it's really only until I actually got into business coaching when I became a PT and started learning about these limiting beliefs mm. and, you know, going through and, and learning about all other all these other people's um, experiences that became my reality, right, and how to unpack that. And what I realized is that um, when you take on other people's uh, beliefs and all of their insecurities, you're not living your truth, yeah. right? So you've got to go back to your values. Mm. And I know you're into yeah, that, yeah. right? So 100%. you've done your values. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how much does that pretty much yeah. shape your whole life? Yeah. What are your values? Uh, oh, they've changed. They've yeah. I've gone oh, through a bit change. of a change. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right now, compassion, empathy, and trust. Yeah. So when you work out what your values are, so, you know, all those limiting beliefs that I had pretty much came down to me not feeling good enough. Mm. Um, and another big one of me is not smart enough. Yeah. So if I look at my negative belief of, you know, I'm you know unattractive if I'm fat, does that really align with my values of being empathetic, mm. compassionate no. and trusting? Yeah. Like, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah. doesn't even come close. And you mentioned before when, you know, people would say, Oh, you look great because you've lost weight. Oh. I know, and I try so hard. You know, if even if you know, I had a mum in this morning's class. Clearly, she's lost weight. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, but I was like, you look, and I didn't say it's good so when you lost weight. Yeah, I, I said you just look full of energy. Yeah, I said you look amazing, and yeah. like didn't mention a weight. Yeah, could, because it's I hard, just, isn't it? It's a default that it we is, go to. But, but I, good on you. I could just see that she looked amazing. Yeah, she did. Yes. But I just didn't want to say you look like you've lost weight because I hate yes, saying it. Because your yeah, your value isn't yeah, in that. No. It's not that, as we can no. clearly see, mm. right? Yeah. No, no, no. That's such a, no, that's it's <laughs> such a good one though. Like that's a really um And it's our dif- it is our default. It is oh, our you've default. lost weight or it's either you look good, you've lost weight, or are you okay? Yeah. And it's like so true. you know, and I've had grown up people like, You going to the gym a lot? Are you all right? Mm. But you go out drinking and no one batters an eyelid. Yeah, you know, it's like, like, oh, I can get hammered on a Saturday night and no one questions right? it. Everyone's got and a lot I of go baggage. It's got a lot of baggage. And I go to the gym every day and it's like, yeah. are you obsessed with the gym? Yeah, you're a gym junkie. What's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? Oh, we're messed up. Far out. <laughs> Jesus, what's going on? Yeah, oh. but I think it's just, it's what happened over time. And I think yeah, it's kind of just that thing that 
Some people still do it. Oh, yeah. Um, and if really... you're not aware of you're doing it. Well, you're not, yeah, you're not aware of like what that other person has just gone through. Yeah. If that person has been throwing up after every single meal, mm. you're like, God, yeah, you yeah. look good. Like, yeah. what are you reinforcing to yeah. that person? Yeah. Like, you know, keep throwing up, you yeah. know, like that's just, mm. whew, it can get pretty deep, right? Yeah. Far out. So um, let's go. So you started a studio gym in Sydney. How long ago was that now? Oh, geez. I think. Before you sold it? Yeah. So maybe it's like six or seven years. Mm. And what was the purpose of starting that gym? What was kind of the so, the idea behind? Yeah. So I originally, so I was doing outdoor training when I first started, like yourself. I never wanted to be in a gym environment. I just, it just didn't feel right mm. for me. I don't know. Just never wanted that. I wanted to do my own thing. I Have you ever done a personality test? Yeah. Oh, what, yeah, what's yeah. Your, what are your top personality traits oh, one, two or three. Ago. Oh, you can't remember so i can't remember oh. but i have done one before oh, yeah yeah they're so good mm. um my, one of mine is like an individualist like i have to do things my way yeah yeah <laughs> um but also a loyalist which is interesting as well anyway that's totally off topic so outdoor training never wanted to be in a gym dan who's my husband he had a personal training studio but i wasn't working within that studio so being outdoors i was like i, I need to be in a gym i love strength training mm. that's my passion uh, passion i can't quite do it outdoors we need to get into the studio i need to teach women about strength training and this is you know where my story kind of evolved from going from trying to lose that 10 kilos mm. i'm like something's got to give dan was my trainer who was now my husband at the time and he we kind of like parted ways in regards to training I'm like you can't train me anymore this <laughs> yeah. is just not working <laughs> introduced me to a female coach who was into strength training yeah and i was just like holy shit this is so good mm. god this makes me feel good yeah. and for the first time in my life i was exercising and i actually like really enjoyed it mm. and it wasn't about like she didn't give a shit about what I weighed or anything oh. like that she was like do you want to get strong I'm yeah like, yeah let's do it you know yeah. like great so she introduced me to you know deadlifts and squats and you know yeah, dumbbells on yeah kind of your strength like, training rather yeah. than got all those 10 kilos yeah it was nothing it was to more do like that. gonna lift yeah exactly deadlifts yeah. and back squats all, that, and all, all that, that great stuff strong stuff yeah, yeah. It was so good Amazing. and very empowering yeah you know very different um energy to you know, starving yourself and mm. trying to lose weight, yeah. right? Like this actually lift, like lighted me up, yeah. got me really excited. And I started to see these strength gains. I started to see my body change. Like I saw muscles mm. and I was like, damn, I've worked hard <laughs> for those. Like that's pretty good. Yeah. And this is where my weight, like I was like pretty strong at this point. I was strong. I was feeling really good. And I just couldn't believe that I was the same weight as my starting point with Dan. Mm. And that's when I was my most miserable yeah. with Dan. So mm. whatever this weight was, doesn't matter what it was. And here I am, that same weight, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm like, how many other women are out there? So mindset. Big time. Switch. Huge switch. Now and into then, strength training. Absolutely. Eating to fill your body more yeah. than starving. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I actually had to eat more. Mm. If I wanted to, you know, do what I was Build doing. Muscle and, yeah, yeah. Food became my friend. Yeah. You know, and that's something that, you know, for many women, food is the enemy. Mm. So, yeah, so really got into strength training. I wanted to share this with other women. I had a business coach who was teaching me about these limiting beliefs Mm. and how, you know, a belief is exactly that. It's a belief, right? And once you work out what your values are, then you can align your new beliefs with your values. And that's when you just get into flow and things just feel so right. And your, you know, obsession with how you look and the scales and all that kind of stuff, it literally like dissipates. Mm. 
you have purpose in your life, you have freedom in your life, like you just start living. Yeah. And this is what I was feeling. I was like, oh my God, I'm free. Like I'm so free. I have to share this. So So instead of trying to fit in them size, whatever, jeans, you're like, let's get strong. Absolutely. Get the women into the gym. Yeah. Let's not talk about weight. No, not at all. Not weighing yourself, not ringing a silly bell to no. say you've lost. Oh, like- bloody bell. Yeah. <laughs> that's just so So off- it's appalling. all about um, yeah. like strength-based goals and, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Let's yeah. focus on how you feel. Yeah. Most importantly, Um, you know, the byproduct to, you know, strength training and moving and nourishing your body is, yeah, you are going to lose body fat. And you can't get away from the fact that people do want to lose weight. Absolutely. But that shouldn't be the first and foremost. Yeah. Because it will never last. Because you lose weight, you feel like shit. You've got the backpack. Still got the backpack. It is still there. Like you have to do the inner work first for it to essentially like show up externally, Mm. right? Mm. In, you know, body fat and how you eat and how you move. But this is the, and this is what I get from Olivia. She uses this word. This is the unsexy stuff. Yeah. This is the shit where like, don't tell me this. Just give me an eating plan. Like, so there's a lot of resistance there for Mm. women. But when you start to share your own story, and I think that's something, you know, that I have an advantage of is I've been there mm. and I've shared my story so much with my clients that they really resonate yeah. and they're like, I see. Yeah. Okay. She's not just bullshitting. Yeah. She's just not this person who, you know, is just born strong yeah. and, you know, like, you and know, as soon positive. As women and can relate to another woman. Absolutely. You've got a connection. You totally sure. do. You totally do. So, yeah, so we, you know, create this gym. Everyone would come in saying, yeah, I want to get back to my pre-baby body weight. And I would explain, you know, my sort of theory. And every single woman, when I said, oh, we don't have scales here. I'm mm. not going to weigh you. Like the biggest relief, mm. you know, like it was like a weight lifted off their shoulders. They're like, yeah. oh, thank God. Thank you. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> so if they said, you know, I want to lose weight, would you kind of just steer them off that? Or do you listen to what they say but kind of do it in a different way? Like how would yeah. you approach that situation? I think every woman has to make her own choice, yeah. right? Like you can't force her into something. We can, you know, guide people mm. and, you know, give your reasons why. And I think that was very hard for me because I am very passionate about like do not weigh yourself like just it's, you know, BS. I was yeah. just saying if I – You can swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying – I was saying before, um, you know, if I had a business, I'd call it fuck the scales because <laughs> it's just – I love that. I love that. Well, I think yeah. I've said it like a billion times yeah, in yeah. my career so far. But, you know, like when you start to see women who are getting excited about mm. exercise and like, oh, my God, I'm lifting this now or yeah. like I'm doing this or I can, you know, do a push-up or what – it could be anything Yeah, and, and I love that like I can pick my kids up – and do something like yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of a performance based thing absolutely. at home. I yes. can do this with my kids, and my back doesn't exactly hurt, or because yes, I can pull the bins up the driveway. Like no problem, you know. Me's bringing the shopping. Thi- I'm <laughs> yeah. like bring it on. I'm like every. It's each all these other things that we do in everyday life. It's like that is life. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like you know all these things that. Why are you getting me to deadlift? Well, how often are you hinged over exactly. picking shit up in the house? <laughs> That's right. Like you need to be strong in these, you know, so. Absolutely. Make it relatable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's exciting. Like it just makes you feel so damn good. And people, you know, as we said, like scales and body weight and all that kind of, it's like depressing mm. because it's for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But as soon as you give people another option, 
it creates excitement. Yeah. And um, this is where the women, you know, create freedom. So I don't think I ever weighed a client in my career. I did do a few waistline measurements, um, you know, purely for body fat around midline and visceral fat. And obviously that's extremely important. Mm. And I want to make clear that we do have to be healthy. Yeah, you know, we course, can't yeah. be unhealthy that's you know not very helpful but being obsessed with the scales is on you know you can't do it that's unhealthy in itself absolutely but so many trainers fall into this trap because they think that's what their client wants Mm. i need to give it to them i'll give them a calorie deficit and it'll happen yeah yeah. it's like i'm just way too passionate about women and their and their and the rest of their life Mm. you know like i just know it doesn't work yeah so uh especially working with women and mums i think you've got to look at the whole approach as well yeah you know how much sleep are they getting? Are they stressed? Are they happy in the relationship? Absolutely. All these are the factors. It's not just about the exercise. It's about yeah. everything else that's happening in life. Oh, absolutely. And then to tie that into exercise to help their mental health. And, yeah. Yeah. Incre- yeah. Mental health, absolutely first. And then also, you know, setting that example for your own children. Mm. Like a lot of my clients, I don't know if you've experienced this, but a lot of their negative body images come from their parents mm. or their mum. Yeah. Like, oh, my mum never ate or my mum did this or she would, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I I don't want to do that for my kids, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and put them in essentially that trap where they were. So mm. it, it really makes people sort of question, you know, their yeah. own beliefs and how they want to, you know, show up as a parent yeah, yeah. as well. So you definitely had like big influence on me in the fitness industry. I mean, oh. we met over Facebook, I think I found you. Yeah, and then we sat we on did. your gym floor yes. for like two hours. And I was like, I'm going to get on with this chick. <laughs> I know. Who I know. Thought? I was like, can I come and see you? Yep. Yeah, I was so I was loving your passion when I first met you because I was in a point where I yeah, was like, like done. Yeah, like don't own a gym. The overheads, it's way too stressful. I think you just had Elliot, had you probably, yeah. and it was locked down. Yeah, very stressful time. Yeah, very, we very sat stressful. on your gym floor. I come up for five minute chat. I think yeah. two hours later, I'm still sitting there just chatting away, yeah. chatting away. Yeah. Oh, but what would great. you say to a new mum returning to exercise? Um, feels worried about stepping into that training environment because she feels a bit bigger than she was before and she's doesn't feel like what she used to like what what would you say to that new mom oh that's such a good question and I remember actually asking all my clients like what what was your biggest fear like coming in and a lot of it was comparison like mm. I won't be fit enough yeah I won't let's say I won't fit in but just reassuring them that Everyone is exactly the same. Yeah. You know, everyone is exactly where you are. And as, you know, women and as mums, we, we're here to support each mm. other and lift each other up. We're yeah. not here to judge each other. Yeah. And it's sometimes women just need that reminder. Mm. And I think that's very, you know, comforting. Yeah. And, nice you know, one. yeah. So, yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, nice one. I think we'll wrap it up. Yeah, that uh, was great. So, good, good chat. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Can you just finish off with, give me your favourite cocktail? Oh, geez, See, I was meant to be off the booze at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're having a wine, so that's out the window. <laughs> I know, right? Definitely a margarita. There's something nice. about a margarita. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Spicy. Spicy mark. Spicy mark. <laughs> Love it. So good. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for joining me today oh, on this podcast. Because it's always a pleasure to chat with yeah, you, Erin. Um, we don't get that often. Don't no, get it that often we just anymore, have to do podcasts to have ch- catch-ups. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're looking at any more information, check out my Instagram. It's Motivate Mums. And my website is motivatemums.com. And thank you for listening. Bye for now. Bye.